Hey friends, today we find ourselves in Proverbs 16, verses 13 through 15, which says, Righteous lips are the delight of a king, and he loves him who speaks what is right. A king's wrath is a messenger of death, and a wise man will appease it. In the light of a king's face, there is life, and his favor is like the clouds that bring the spring rain. So as I speak today, I'm looking out on my monitor, uh, and outside the ground is wet, and I think there was just a lightning strike. So we've been getting a little bit of rain today, and it's really needed here in Woodford, Oklahoma. So we're so thankful for that. For a good while now, Solomon has been talking about the connection between our heart and our actions. And he's been honing in lately quite a bit on the words that we speak. So there is not only a connection between our heart and what we do, our actions, but also the words we speak. Today, Solomon shares two things that he knows too well, being a king. He tells us what a king loves and what a king hates. He says a king loves righteous lips, but he reserves wrath for others, right? And that is apparently those with a wicked heart, right? Those who have wicked actions and do not delight in the words of the king in his ways. Uh, they ignore his words, right? This is a truth Solomon has known personally. I mean, it likely does not apply to every king on earth in, in the same context. I mean, some leaders back then and, and still today, uh, they want people close to them, not who have righteous lips, but who hide truths from the people and are their allies in his deceit. So in the context of what Solomon is saying, a king loves him who speaks what is right. And so that would include, as we've talked about, those with a righteous heart. And he goes on to say that a wise person, he works to keep himself in a good relationship with the king. That is, um, I think, by his speech, by his actions, and his heart. So when your king loves righteousness, as Solomon did much of his reign, uh, when he's a king who loves the people and he stands for justice and he wants good things for the nation, uh, and then let's say he invites you into his presence and he looks on you with favor. Verse 15 says how there is life in the light of his face. I mean, it's as though the king's countenance, it strengthens you and it gives you encouragement and, and life. Uh, Solomon says his favor is like the clouds that bring the spring rain. Have you ever noticed how everyone seems happier when a spring rain comes after a dry spell? Uh, the grass sprouts and the trees bud. and uh, You notice that birds are singing and you really hadn't noticed it before that, right? The, the birds seem to be rejoicing and everything has this life-giving glow about it and it gives us joy. And that's the way a good leader should relate, I think, to their employees or those under them. Those who do good and they speak what is right. As a leader, your countenance 
and your words should bring life-giving encouragement to those that you work with. You know, there's this parable that Jesus gave about the kingdom of God, where there was a man who was going on a long journey and entrusted his servants uh, with his property, and, and they called them talents, I think, according to their ability. And to one, he gave five talents. And even if we just look at this man, he went out and invested and made five more talents. So he doubled his money. And in Matthew 25, 21, after his master returned, um, he said, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. These are the words I think everyone wants to hear from the Creator. Um, I'm reminded of a, a Star Trek Next Generation episode where the android uh, Data, he wanted to know if he was fulfilling his purpose in life, the purpose he was created for. And he had a chance to meet his maker, Dr. Soon, in whose image he was made. And Data wanted to know if he was fulfilling the purpose that he was created for. I mean, this was the main thing on his heart. I mean, it was like nothing else mattered. Essentially, he wanted Dr. Soon to say to him, well done. I think most of us want to hear that. But we want to accomplish it in our own way, don't we? Not in the way or with the character uh, and the instruction of the true king of kings. I mean, men seek riches for personal satisfaction and then they give money in hopes to somehow earn hearing those words. Uh, some rationalize their wicked heart with all its lusts and its desires and they tell themselves that hey, God made me this way, it can't be wrong, right? It's not evil. Well, they don't admit that we're all broken because of sin and we need the righteousness of Jesus applied to our life and working out of our hearts. So in closing, just remember that verse 15 in today's text says this, in the light of a king's face there is life. And when I hear that, my mind goes to 2 Corinthians 4, 6, which says that God, quote, has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Now, we may not have seen the face of Jesus physically like his disciples did, but spiritually, God shows us the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus. And it's in Jesus that we find true life. And it's only because of his righteousness applied to our heart and working out of our life that he will smile and say, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master.